Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another day on our podcast. Hope you're having a good morning, noon, evening, and night. I'm your host, Jeffrey, alongside with my co-host, Rico. Hey, what's up? I'm Rico. So today we're going to talk about the new thriller for Spider-Man Far From Home. And at the end of this podcast, we'll briefly talk about ourselves to give you a bit of tidbit of who we are since this is the first episode of the podcast and you don't know who we are. Any thoughts about the trailer, Rico? Oh yeah, man, I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts about the trailer. So, um, I'm gonna tell you straight up, like, visually, it looks great. I mean, I, I like that the CGI, while while the film is still, like, seven months out, it still looks really good for me. Could, could, you, could use a little color correction, but nonetheless, it still looks really good for me. And I do like that they're not, hopefully, over-CGIing as much in it. They're at least putting the CGI where it needs to matter. Like that's a that's what a little problem I have with Homecoming, but nevertheless, I, I do like how visually appealing the trailer looks. And the cinematography, it personally I, I like how um fresh and less constrained it feels. Maybe it's cause um they have more budget or maybe because they, they have more freedom because uh it's outside of the scope of Queens from unlike Homecoming, which I, I like. And um the story, while the trailer I mean, in my opinion, the trailer doesn't spoil a lot, but it does spoil a little bit. It still just gives you the basic premise, like, as if you were just taking off from Homecoming. Even though it's like it was, like, three years released. Like, it was released three years ago. I mean, what did you think about the trailer? I found it really interesting. I liked it. There was a lot of things I love about it. Um, but one of the biggest things that stood out for me is the absence of Tony Stark. Um, you know, from Homecoming, Tony Stark was like a big supporting character. And in this one, we kind of don't see anything or hear about him except for like one line. But that's like as a joke line. Um, which one? Which what line? I found really, Wait, which line? Oh, there was a line where um, it was near the end. Or, and uh, yeah, Like when they just who, say Iron Man or, and Thor yeah, like Iron together. Man, yeah, like Iron Man and, and Thor, if they're like matched up together and, and something like and we create this other monster thing. That was like really the only joke or throwaway line that I heard of that's in reference to Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, but there's like a shot in in the trailer where, um, <laughs> well, there was a shot where like a big check kind of came in and it was had five hundred grand on it, and one of the signatures on it was like it was it was from Pepper Potts, and I kind of found it interesting even that she signed it. I mean, you know? I mean, she's been a CEO of Stark Industries since like twenty ten, or well, timeline dictates twenty twenty ten or twenty two thousand nine, but um, he, she's been a CEO. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure Tony still has, like, signing rights, but I'm pretty sure Pepper just, like, signed in and gave it to and, and you never know. I mean, with these Marvel trailers, they always um, they always either hide something or they try their best not to spoil anything. Maybe they double-signed it, or maybe he's totally dead. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure we don't True. know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, there was also a scene kind of where Nick Fury kind of tells like kind of that yeah, he we're, is like, we're, you know, we're he's talented. And he kind of needs to sp- yeah. he kind of needs to oh, step up happy. a bit. Uh-huh. And that's kind of, that's type of t- that's the type of thing you kind of hear when the protagonist really doesn't have anyone like they don't have anyone to control them or do anyone to inspire them. Uh-huh. And for me, I, that's for me that felt like a bit of evidence that Tony Stark's no longer at least in that timeline or in that world well, who knows what yeah, happened to his character uh, no i mean he obviously exists i mean they referenced iron man so i mean endgame it, it there's a lot of possibilities of what happened of what's gonna happen personally i i think you know theories brewing i'm pretty sure they they reset what happens to the snap and but um there is a cost like they probably do die well they do they, they die and uh there's still 
technically remember they're just they're just gone and um, yeah yeah i guess also, i guess we'll like, see and there was like another um it's right in between like the shots or um happy kind of says to to uh peter's like oh you're not, you're all alone now and that, yeah and it's kind of interesting that they put that in 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 the thriller he's not really alone i mean as i guess as spider-man kind of is alone well yeah but kind of alludes to more that like he doesn't have Tony Stark with them anymore, and for me, that kind of as another power for me to add to like that. Oh, he's probably dead. He probably died in Endgame. Well, I mean, yeah, probably, probably he does die in Endgame. I mean, I'm pretty sure a large majority of the fans know that he will die in Endgame. But and if he does it, yeah. well, that's like the biggest plot twist ever, and he just retires True. and goes on the farm to, with a farm with Pepper. But you know, uh, Spider-Man as a character. I do love that he would thrive on the fact that he's probably traumatized from Endgame and would have to like find a way to pick up the pieces, but at the same time try to find a way to balance his life. Because I don't think that was he wasn't very good at balancing his life as Spider-Man in Homecoming, and maybe he, there was a little edge, a little little tidbit of it, and maybe in in, in uh, Infinity War, but. I guess what really, what I really want to see from this film is Spider-Man grow more, or at least grow, connect with the audience more. Because well, you think? Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. I, I think he will grow more. In, That's in good. This. I yeah, mean, it is part of his trilogy. So yeah. I, I think this really the part where he's kind of become more of a of a of a bigger a bigger person than himself. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, no, I I, not, I get what like you're a saying. Man in a I get way. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's he's trying to fill the shoes that he set for himself and uh, the expectations that he wants to fulfill from both his uncle ben and you know the the world without possibly superheroes left or you know maybe yeah. maybe he's just um suffering he's also probably suffering from PS- ptsd and he's just trying to figure out a way to live life before he loses his life like he did in infinity war yeah yeah and also speaking of, of uncle ben like the suitcase yeah like the, a, the suitcase, uh, suitcase. Yeah. yeah had like uncle ben's yeah, yeah. B- there was a, yeah. a middle name though yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you know where that do you know if you had a uh, a middle name i'm pretty sure comments? i'm pretty sure it's franklin that's probably franklin, yeah, or you I know f for respects because he's totally dead but <laughs> but uh <laughs> f for respects but um he was alluded to in homecoming i don't know why people keep saying that he's not alluded to in homecoming he does exist it's just yeah. not a story that I. Or he did exist. He did exist. Oh, he did exist. Yeah, sure. But he. But it's not a story. I don't think anyone would wanna rehash or be seen again. Cause like this is, it's like in Spectacular Spider-Man. Like the first episode, it takes it takes place months after Uncle Ben's dead, and he's like, while he, he, Uncle Ben, to, he is dead, and he's still. It still motivates him as a character. It's not like he didn't exist at all. If anything, you you start to hear about Uncle Ben towards like the middle of the season, and like. It's actually alluded to like near the end of the second season and the first season, and I think it's not fair when people criticize this Spider-Man for the fact that oh Uncle Ben doesn't exist to him, which is not true. There's no reason someone would just be a, be Spider-Man if he if there wasn't some reason behind it. Like at the end of the day, it's like it's a responsibility for him. He he doesn't have to do this, but he wants to do this. Not just not just for the thrill. But because he also wants to be to live up to what he said for himself, you know that's just how I see it. I agree with that, mm-hmm. and I think in 
even in this film, I think that also adds to him being a bit of a lone. Yeah. He doesn't have a mentor around this time until, I guess, like, Nick Fury kind of shows up and he's like, hey, man, you need to tough up and, and, and step your game up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I feel like this, this, this Spider-Man coming off of Endgame and seeing probably most of the heroes die or separate or leave and have to fill those really, really big shoes that he set for himself and that there's like a hole in the world that people need superheroes probably like in new york and other places but he also wants to realize that he doesn't want to waste his life so yeah i think i think after around this film he's gonna start like developing more and realizing a lot more stuff than he did in homecoming and how do you feel about the new spider-man suit oh you know i personally like i love the civil war not the unused. The unused look cool, I guess. But the Civil War, the one that they used, the one that they CGI'd, it looked really good. I liked that it was like a, like a slight balance of blue with like like hints of black. And uh, I do like the the way the suit's tailored. But I also like the, the the new stealth suit, the noir suit. It looks pretty good, but it's um it's it could it leaves more to be desired. Um, and this new suit, the black suit, I personally believe that he should have more red on his arms. Like, everything else looks fine, it's just the red on his arms that I miss, you know, like, it'll be, it'll be nice to see. But I understand that it's a, it's a change, and change needs to happen in order for the character to evolve and move forward. So, it looks good. Personally, I like it. I like that the CGI doesn't overtake it as much as Homecoming did, but I guess we'll have to see. What did you think about the suit? Yeah, I like this, I like both suits, well... I like the black, uh, the black on the red suit. That was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, it looks uh, good. Yeah, looks pretty cool. It's a nice, like, different take off the Spider-Man suit. Well, I mean, that's what they ha- that's what he had in the comics. He had a black, he had a black and red. Yeah, but like, suit. no, but yeah. in 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 live action. In live action, yeah. Know. I mean, most of the most yeah, of the like, suits you, were you, red you, and blue. You, you see, yeah, yeah, so it's it's exactly. a, it's a nice way to differentiate that. it from like the other incarnations. Exactly, and. I like the self the stealth suit, but uh, I don't know if I'm a big fan of it. I kind of need to see more of it when the movie comes out. Yeah. But right yeah. now, I'm like, eh, I'm a little fifty fifty about I it. I mean, I'm pretty, nice, I'm pretty sure it was just I, I whipped know. together, like on the on the fly. But in that case, then yeah, I didn't. But I, was, I do like I that it looks like noir, that. like a noir suit, which is cool. It definitely does, which is pretty, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And how, and how do you feel about or what? Do you, how do you feel about Jake Gyllenhaal's character? You know, I. I love Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Like he's very versatile. He's like a chameleon. Um, I liked him in Nightcrawler. I liked him in the 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 Source Code. I know that's a very obscure oh, yeah, film. Dude. Um, what else? Oh, I'm gonna actually. I actually enjoyed his performance in Prince of Persia, but that's just because I was a little kid. <laughs> um, there was some other. He made it watchable. Yeah, he was also in Brothers with Tobey Maguire, 2009. Oh, really? So like, if you guys ever watched that film. Like that's that's Jake. That's 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 right there is an awesome guy. He's a really he's a really great and versatile actor. I mean, what what do you think of Jake? He he, he looks really good in the suit for me. He's an we'll amazing see. actor. Right, yeah. I, I love I love him as an actor, and honestly, him playing as Mysterio is perfect for me. And I can't wait to watch him and see how he interacts with Spider Man. And with that, I also think that he's going to team up with Spider Man in this. I'm film. pretty sure that was confirmed as like one of the the things for the plot details that they would team up or something like that. With because Nick yeah. Fury called Mysterio and and you know I I do love his suit like the, the new the new chest and the chest plate is like a really welcome change from his comic incarnation where it was just like I guess like a one piece with like gauntlets and a fishbowl and a cape 
So I really do hope that this incarnation of Mysterio would be one, a really enduring villain, and two, a really compelling villain. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's I, what I hope. I think this film would succeed with that. I think, yeah. and it's also it's the first film for Phase Four. Phase yeah, four. Phase Four. Yeah, so oh, it's nice. like it's been eleven years. Yeah, since two thousand eight. For well, <laughs> not yeah, eleven years. It's 11. Yeah, it's eleven years, but it seems so short in my opinion because like it really, yeah, it really does. Yeah. yeah. So being in this I'm, time is like really appreciating all the superhero films that we're getting. Also, Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. please watch it. It's amazing. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Well, 9.8 out of 10, but, you know, logistics. <laughs> and how, how, well, how do you feel about Mysterio's uh, costume? I already said it looks really good. Welcome change. Oh, I didn't hear yeah. you. <laughs> nah, dude, no worries. It's a really good welcome change to the comics, from the comics. And uh, right. Hall looks good in it. You know, he looks great. Hopefully, his, uh, his illusions... And uh, his parlor tricks, and hopefully, if he's even using parlor tricks in this film, really set the set like a really high bar. Yeah. So what, what do you what do you got on it? Uh, it's pretty cool. I like the little fishbowl that they decided to use again for for Mysterio. I remember a lot of people saying, "Oh, you can't use the fishbowl. It's gonna look really bad on Well, it depends action. how big the fishbowl is. You know what I mean? I mean, from what we see, from what we saw from the one shot of him with the fishbowl, I think it looks fine. Yeah, he looks, looks really cool. good. Um. I'm not sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I, while I did, like, Aquaman, uh, Black Manta's suit in Aquaman, while I did enjoy everything from the neck down, man, his, his head was really big in Aquaman, like, largely big. Or at least, at least they could have, like, made a bigger neck for to accommodate how big the head is. Like, I get it. That's how it looks in the comics. Well, it looked smaller in the comics, but that's how it looked. And James Wan is a great director, and congrats to Aquaman for making that $1 billion, you know, props. <laughs> but it could have, they could have fared better in, like, that part of the costume. Like, I liked... I'm not sure... Uh, for any of you Young Justice watchers, Black Manta was really well done in that, in terms of design. So it's really it's visually nice if they would at least accommodate for the fact that he has a really big head and big eyes, you know? But that's just my, my personal opinion. Like, I, the fishbowl on Mysterio, it looks it looks, it looks looks good. It looks right, you know? And hopefully it looks like a... Maybe he's going to use, like, a HUD thing or something. I don't know. I hope he doesn't. I hope maybe he does. We'll see. Yeah, and also, like, I heard from, like, other commenters about the uh, thread we just saw. It was, mm-hmm. They kind of alluded to the Elementos. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about that? Oh, you know, here's the thing, right? When I was looking about uh there were some easter eggs that were spotted in the film about about like the appearances of these elementals right so one of them alludes to hydra man the other one alludes to um which is morris bench and from the comics um the other one alludes to sandman which is uh, flint marco and molten man which is uh mark something oh my god i remember mark from spectacular spider-man so if you guys, you, if, if any of you listeners have heard Spectacular Spider-Man, you'll know what I'm talking about. But, um, and then there's that other one, which is, like, Teleporting Man? Okay, so the Elementals were just, like, comprised... Here's the thing, though. I'm not sure if they're actually the Elementals, like, direct, direct Elementals. Because uh, the people theorize that it's just an illusion cast by Mysterio. And, uh, G- and, and Gyllenhaal, in, and Jake Gyllenhaal, in, from one of the panels, said elementals but i don't think anyone that actually referred to them as the elementals yet i'm not sure 
But uh, I have it here. Elementals are made of four people. Hydron, which is Lord of the Waters. Hellfire, which is the Wielder of Flame. Zephyr, which is the Mistress of Wind. And Magnum, which is the Master of Earth. And all these people are like extra-dimensional humanoids who became immortals. And they manipulate all these types of things. I really do hope it's elementals because they're kind of obscure. At least they're obscure to me. And they don't devalue Satman or Hydro-Man or uh, Multiman as characters that could be used in the future movies. And I don't want them to overstuff the film with more people than they need to. You know, like, I'm fine with, yeah. you know, I'm fine with, like, the, the high school cast already. The, uh, which are all great, by the way. Uh, they're they're all acting like actual kids, which is nice to see. And um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill's in there and Happy and Aunt May and, you know, obviously Mysterio, so I really do hope that the film doesn't get overstuffed. I'm sure it won't, because there, there are some people, there are, they at least know, they at least make um, corrections or reshoots to hopefully accommodate any of those things and fix them so that they don't break the film. I hope, I, I know this film will be really, hopefully really good, and hopefully it'll be great, like a great sequel and a well-deserved sequel to all Spider-Man fans. You, you have any thoughts on elementals or no? Well, I don't know anything. About okay, that's that's totally but, fine. But I do have a bit of a. I am curious how the pacing of this film is gonna yeah, work. Yeah, you because yeah. he's gonna be going around like different places because we're gonna start in New York and then we're gonna jump to Europe. Seems like they went to Italy and then and then and then, and then they went to London. I'm not sure if there was like a scene there. They kind of showed they were in Paris. I wasn't sure if I saw I don't, it or not. I don't remember them being in Paris, but uh. Maybe. Yeah, but we're going to a lot of places though, and it'll be interesting to see how the pacing works with that. Because when in other movies where where they kind of they go, keep jumping, between yeah, cities, they keep jumping, yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. And then, and it, and it kind of throws the movie off, and hmm. and it'll be interesting how this movie kind of does. I that. feel like and I think it'll be fine. I feel like it'll be fine. Like John Watts, well, he's a he's an indie. He's an, he was an indie guy before, and uh, taking on Spider Man, it's a really big risk for any filmmaker especially a spider-man who's been rebooted like already on his second time no 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 second time because uh there was there was time. no reboot before there was no reboot of the toby Maguire before toby Maguire. you know what i mean there was no f yeah. Okay, yeah so it's it's, it's his second point. it's his second reboot of the character and it's a very touchy thing because like one you want to bring a character uh, have a fresh new take on the character while not while also calling back to the audience, like, what they know. So we don't want to... So having John Watts, it's it's a really big responsibility. I know that's ironic to say, but it's nevertheless it's a really big responsibility. And I applaud him for, you know, sticking to his guns. Also the story, also the writers and the screenplay and uh, Marvel for sticking with this incarnation and moving forward and hopefully developing him, like, as each film goes on. And like from like going from an actual kid to like an actual man, and that would be really great to see. I, I hope I hope that it'll be amazing. <laughs> I think it will be an amazing Spider-Man movie. Do you think it'll be like Amazing Spider-Man too? What do you mean? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I, oh, I think it will be an amazing Spider-Man. I hope movie. it'll be an amazing Spider-Man movie. I can settle for spectacular, but amazing. I I know. I hope I hope it knocks it. I hope this film knocks it out of the park, and I'm sure it will. I think it will. Yeah. You have any other thoughts? 
Oh, continue. No, I think that's it for yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's and it for me too. Uh, you're gonna say you talk about everything that we know from the three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hmm, is there anything else I can say? Cinematography looks great. Visuals look fine. CGI looks great. Story is pretty solid. Production looks pretty tight. Um, cast looks really awesome. The chemistry between Zendaya and Tom. I really hope that it's more organic and fleshed out as the film goes on and not like sprinkled in. Uh, yeah, it kind of feels a little weird. Yeah, the chemistry. But I guess we'll see. I mean, we only saw like a little tidbit of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I do hope Aunt May has more stuff to do here, because uh, I like that she knows, but at the same time, I want to see them do something like more concrete with it than just um, other stuff, uh, than just the little menial stuff. But I like that she knows. I like that it's a nice change, and hopefully that has more consequences as the time goes on. You know what I also noticed? Vulture's not in this, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, like and no, he he's not and in he it was all. announced to be in it. So hopefully he has a very like at least a sizable role. Maybe he helps form the Sinister Six at the end or you know something like that. Maybe that Yeah, be, it does Yeah. It does seem like the films are kind of alluding to to the Sinister Six, which might just be the next Spider-Man movie Well, because it is the last one for that trilogy. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, while I would appreciate a Sinister Six film, I also feel like that's not something you want for, like, a final film. I feel like a final film should be more, like, personal and, and, uh... It yeah. could be, because it's him up against... Yeah, I know, people. I know, but you gotta you gotta have all those people there for a reason, right? There's a reason, yeah, yeah. you know. And then, and... I guess we'll see from how this movie I guess we'll see, now. yeah, definitely. Um, anything else? Nope, that's okay. it. That's for right, the cool. end for us. So, just, so this is like the first episode, and obviously, from you can tell, we're not very experienced about no, this. No, you're not. And, it's our first, and like many, many other podcasts, uh, we will improve over time. For me and Rico, we're kind of getting out of our comfort zone for this. We'd rather stay quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and since it's the first episode, uh, just, we want to give you guys a bit of information about ourselves. Uh, I'm a young college student. I'm in my third year for university. And I'm majoring in TV production. And TV, along with film, is like one of the biggest things I, I care for a lot. And it's a passion I've been, it's a passion I have in my heart since probably my early days in high school. And ever since I started watching like a bunch of movies around this time, I fell in love with the, with the art. And it's been my dream to be a filmmaker. What about you, Rico? Oh, well, I'm also a third year college student. Hopefully finding what i want to believe in but i love animation i love cartoons i'm a big fan of i've been a big fan of writing and screenplay and how how really a film is made and how on a on a technical thematic and personal scale like you can gauge it while also being unbiased and well not unbiased it's obviously biased but at least objective enough to at least critique it properly I really, I just really love like the art of everything, of anything, and hopefully that like everybody else, we find the dreams that we want and we pursue them properly, and and you know not as suffering, you know not too much suffering, but uh, that's pretty much all I can say about me. I just hope all that right, this is gonna so. be go great. Yeah. yeah. So if if anyone's still listening. Wow, yeah, thank, thank, thank you for listening. You, you, you guys are really dedicated. Props to you guys. Really appreciate it for staying on. Yeah, so bear with us as we continue to evolve ourselves to be 
uh, better podcasters. Yeah, we'll try and we'll definitely work with our, you know, with with how we speak because we're kind of nervous right now. Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't really. But uh, throw, like that really doesn't give a good feeling. We're putting people. ourselves out there, and if you want to take anything from this podcast, is that life is really, really tedious, and you just gotta take the risks like we are taking right now, and hopefully. Yep something really really good comes out of this but when if and if it doesn't we can at least look back on ourselves and say we tried so yeah hopefully you guys try and everything yes yeah so if you guys have any opinions or just want to say something to us you can email us at at another pod.com at gmail.com uh we'll be more than happy to read it on air if you give us permission other than that hope you guys are having a really good morning noon evening and night and we'll see you guys on we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, thank you so much for being here guys. Bye.